this week's rendition of the New York Giants Sideliners podcast. I'm Anthony Beers. Today is November 4th, 2021, and the Giants are coming off a loss to the Kansas City Chiefs, 20-17. to New York Giants are now 2-6. and six. Uh, We've lost 75% of the games we played. Not been a great season. This was another difficult loss. Uh, Another game that, you know, you take one, maybe two plays back, it could have been a win. Uh, You can add that to the pile with the Atlanta and Washington games. Uh, Frustrating, you know, frustrating to have three games that were right there, winnable for the taking. And I consider those games winnable because those are the games where the Giants executed their game plan but did not finish the job. Uh, or, Or basically the game went in the direction that they had prepared for and could not make the big plays down the stretch. So in this game, it seems like the, the management of the team, Judge, Garrett, Graham, everybody, the Giants, they knew were extremely banged up, but they had a game plan as a response uh, that they stuck to. Um, and it failed for a few reasons. Um, but first of all, the game plan was to not lose because you have no offensive line. <laughs> Obviously, right now, we have missing four out of five starters. Our only reputable starting lineman is uh, Will Hernandez. But basically, it looked like Garrett came into this game saying, protect the football, quick pass plays, uh, conservative calls, draws, runs, uh, quarterback keeps, you know, don't in, I don't know. Like, perhaps the, the Daniel Jones pitch play where he kept it on a, on a third and short and we needed the first down, he elected to protect the ball rather than make that pitch is a good example of Jones following orders for the game plan because it seemed to me like the priority was protect the ball, punt as much as you can, the defense will keep us in this game. And sure enough, they did. Patrick Graham had an excellent game plan going into this matchup with his quarterback spy tactics. It seems like that's kind of been the knock on Mahomes this year that He's trying to do too much. If you bring these delayed blitz packages, he's not going to give up on the play. He's going to force the pass. And we saw it on the opening drive when we got an interception. So our game plan was working well. Why didn't we win this game? Well, first off, Jones's first quarter interception. It was one of those interceptions that, you know, you look back at the tape, you're really not entirely sure what he was thinking. Um, it was never really there. He just, you know, maybe, maybe was hoping it was going to be there without looking. Uh, which, you know, is obviously inexcusable, but sometimes it's a miss uh, pre-snap read where a guy is so short, oh, this guy's going to be open on this, let me gut it the second I, uh, you know, make my break in my, uh, you know, drop steps or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what he was actually thinking. It was a bad interception. Uh, obviously, the other extremely conservative, you know, play calling from Garrett throughout the game is, you know, part of the reason we lost. I didn't see too many shots downfield, probably because we weren't entirely capable of taking too many shots downfield with our offensive line. But, you know, we saw one interesting play with Kadarius Toney coming uh, for a pass play. Seemed to me like, you know, KT maybe wasn't 100% and was kind of out there more as a decoy, but he was still able to play. So if he's able to play, we probably should have involved him more. I'm, you know, in my opinion, that guy needs to be our focal point of our offense for the rest of this season. So for him to just mainly be a decoy and complete that one interesting little pass was disappointing. Uh, the other thing, offsides penalty by O'Shane Simmons, uh, X-Man guy that 
Dave Gettleman had a lot of hope for, has not lived up to expectations, and what would have been another potentially game-sealing interception got called back because of an offsides penalty. Now, some of you might have thought that was a free play and Mahomes was, you know, gunning it because he knew the offsides flag was there. Didn't look like that way to me. I don't know for sure, but it didn't look that way to me. It looked like he was trying to complete a pass to the sideline that got intercepted, and he made a mistake, and he didn't know about the penalty. Um, And the last thing, last big thing as to why we didn't win this game is Judge's extremely poor clock management. Uh, His team communication had issues with their headsets where he you know you can listen to his press conference he had a little bit of a hissy fit let's call it what it is about the headsets and the communication and how he tries so hard and how the league has to do something and how this can't happen and you know kind of blah 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 so while it's been it's a valid thing the nfl competition committee has been going through this problem and a lot of teams on the road have had issues with their headsets uh, I think the reason he was so angry is he was suspicious that there was some probably some tomfoolery uh, with the Kinsey Chiefs or the home teams kind of screwing up with their signals. But whenever you're completely relying on technology, you need a plan B. And if you don't have that plan B, the only person that's going to be blamed is you. That's probably why he's so frustrated because he, know, he knows he's getting screwed by this. But if you don't have a plan B, then that's on you. So... I didn't like his reaction. I didn't think it was very accountable. And it's got me thinking all in all about the Giants as a whole and their management and the structure of the current men in charge of this team. Uh, we're already on the subject of Judge. Let's start with him. Judge, you know, he right now he's on track to be our third coach that didn't last more than two years. I'll be really honest. I like the guy. I don't think he's such a bad guy. But I think he's starting to get frustrated and he's reaching his breaking point. His complaining and his constant uh, yelling on the sidelines doesn't seem to be like the Coughlin or or Parcells yelling that we've come to love. It seems like a guy who knows uh, he's at the end of his rope and he's starting to get desperate and he's frustrated. Um, and you know, maybe he's got a little bit of an inferiority complex because he's surrounded, and this is all Dave Gettleman's fault, he's been surrounded by an offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, who are arguably more qualified to be a head coach than he is. Garrett definitely is. He's been a head coach before. Patrick Graham, to me, is at that point where, you know, he's probably should be considered for a head coaching role. Was the games or the game plans that he had against Dallas or the Rams very effective? No, obviously not. We saw that. Dallas game kind of was a, you know, partially because Jones left, but the defenses did not play well in those games, so Graham hasn't been perfect. But when you see a game like this against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, you know, even though the Chiefs have been struggling more this year, it's still an impressive victory against the defending AFC champions, and it was a well-executed game plan. Like I said, quarterback spy, delayed blitzes. We had, we had Mahomes frustrated. We stripped Travis Kelsey you know, we had them off their game. It's really a shame that we weren't able to close this one out and get a victory. And a huge part of that is at the end of the first half, we had the ball. We have no timeouts. We, we can't even do anything. It's it's really remarkable how bad the Giants are to end the first half throughout the season. They have been outscored 49 to nothing at the end of the second quarter throughout this season. That, to me, is a reflection of judge and reflection of Garrett they, they usually don't have all three timeouts and their game plans are naturally so conservative that they don't have that two minutes or to all right let's go 
attitude. They just want to take this game to the locker room, and, and it shows. You got to want to put points on the board. You can't go out there uh, looking, you know, for an easy way to get into the locker room and run some clock. It's not going to work. So those are my reasons for losing Judge Hot Seat. Yeah, absolutely. Garrett, okay, I understand people's frustrations with him, but he is doing exactly what you expected him to do. He's always been a conservative-minded play caller. I don't think he's the type of guy that is stepping on Judge's toes, uh, and I don't think he's the type of guy that's saying, I should be the head coach. I don't think that at all. But it, it has to be something that makes Judge a little bit insecure, knowing that he has been a head coach, and I'm sure he's very involved in the meeting rooms and very involved in the game plan. I'm sure it's it's not an easy balance. Graham, he looks like he's getting more confident every single year at his uh, defensive coordinator duties, and I think he probably wants a head coaching job, and I think he's extremely capable of doing so. So you got three guys that always need to be in unison. It's, it's bound to have some sort of... Um, power struggles let's put it that way and you got a GM Dave Gettleman who just made it through the trade deadline for reasons unbeknownst to me and absolutely is going to get fired this year everybody knows it we saw a picture of John Mara talking to Lewis Riddick in Kansas City before the ESPN broadcast John Mara actually went out on the field and spoke to Riddick who has been rumored to be a Giants GM candidate before Uh, this was when we hired Patrick Graham I'm sorry, this is when we hired Dave Gettleman. He was actually involved in the interviewing process. So it seems to me like like he wants the job, Lewis Riddick. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. I'm not exactly, you know, completely thrilled about it considering I heard that he trashed Andrew Thomas and thought that was going to be a terrible pick for the Giants. He publicly said that, uh, you know, he's on TV. He says things all the time. Uh, so he might have been wrong about that one. I don't know much else, though, about his uh, capabilities as a GM. I, I can tell from the broadcasts, the ESPN broadcasts that I have heard, that you know the guy does seem to have a GM type of eye, the way he talks about players. Is that enough for me to say I want him to be GM of the Giants? Absolutely not. But it looks like it's rumored and headed in that direction, so I'm trying to rationalize it around my brain. Basically... John Mara, the reason for all these power struggles is John Mara is still trying to get the perfect recipe for a leader that he has to pick out himself. He's never really had to do that, you know, or he's never had success doing that before. Obviously, Wellington Mara was involved when Tom Coughlin was hired, and Ernie Acorsi was still the GM, and there was sort of a natural transition from Ernie Acorsi to Jerry Reese. And those were the leaders for our previous Super Bowls. So John Mara, when he kind of pushed and nudged Tom Coughlin and Eli Manning out the door, not at the same time, but, you know, pushed those franchise leaders out the door, uh, he didn't really have experience in replacing those types of players. So we have certainly not find a head coach that we are certain is our head coach yet. That has not happened. It could still be Joe Judge. Do not make any mistake of it. But he has a lot to prove for the rest of this season. And that, to me, is what I'm looking for. Is is I'm trying to find out, is Joe Judge the head coach of our football team? After a game like the Chiefs, when you lose a game you should have won and you're whining to the press, not a good look. Not a good look. Even if the gripe's legitimate, nobody cares. It's optics. It doesn't look good. So... 
Judge's seat is getting hotter week in and week out. We know Garrett's seat has been hot due to our lack of points and our inability to score over 30 points in a game. DG's seat is literally on fire, and he's he's in deep trouble. The only guy who might be safe is Patrick Graham, and that might be because they offer him the head coaching job on the team. I could totally see the Giants doing that. So we'll see. But John Mara, he is to blame. Make no mistake about it. He did not put this group together well. He has struggled. Every two years we've started something and torn it down. You know, it's 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 like which is it? They they preach patience. They preach patience at the beginning of the season, and as fans become more unruly in the second year, they say, "Screw it, we'll we'll start over. We'll do something different." And Dave Gettleman has now done that twice in his regime as GM. I don't think you get the right to do that a third time. I think you got to start looking in the mirror. So, man, two years with McAdoo, two years with Shermer, two years with Judge, or almost, you know, we're halfway through year two with Joe Judge. And we are exactly where we were. We can't block. We have a good quarterback in Daniel Jones. Previously, we had a good quarterback in Eli Manning, but we could not win. To me, a good quarterback does not guarantee your team's success. You need to fill the holes around him for the team to be good. There are very few superstars that can take over a game by themselves and win it. And even if there are quarterbacks on that level that can do that, it won't last for more than a few years. You have to fill the holes in your game plan. It's not sustainable. Defensive coordinators adjust. We're seeing it with Mahomes. You, For, for longevity and success, you need to know what you're doing completely. You need to be involved with, in the case of Tom Brady, he's completely involved with the roster. He's completely involved with the game plan. He he relocated to a team that absolutely had all the needs for him in every single position, more so than the Patriots had. And the Patriots had treated him well for a very, very long time. So if you think it's just about the right quarterback and the right guy is the right guy, you don't understand football. So for that being said, it makes it very hard to evaluate Daniel Jones, who did not have a great game against the Kansas City Chiefs. He made some mistakes, but he has improved overall. He has some solid play. He's a stand-up guy. He's a terrific kid. I don't know if I would turn him loose. I think his seat is like lukewarm at best. I wouldn't even call it a hot seat. But to me, these, this whole thing is so frustrating because it's the same problem with different faces and we invested so much in our offensive line last year draft picks wise and did absolutely nothing this year draft picks or free agency wise really and now we're suffering the consequences dave gettleman's got to go he did not abs- he did not take care of the thing that he was going to take care of the thing that he said he was going to take care of which was the offensive line just disappointing all around Another difficult loss. And, you know, as Giants fans, we should demand better. But we got to look at the season as an evaluation season yet again. It's frustrating, but we're at that point. Is Judge going to be your guy? For me right now, I am 50-50 on Judge. Garrett, he could probably go just because, I not to say he's a bad guy or anything. I just, you know, for me, I hate the game plan. I hate the bend-don't-break attitude. It's so not what the NFL is today. I think you got to attack, 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 attack. I think that's how you win in the NFL today. That's how the Bucks do it. That's how the Chiefs did it. Those are the two, you know, teams in the Super Bowl last year. They they are looking to score every single time they are on the field, unless it's like you know, the absolute end of the game and the situation dictates it. They 
they are aggressive is what I'm trying to say. We are not. Uh, Graham, I, I like Graham, but I don't think he's as amazing as everybody says. He's had some duds of some game plans, like I said, with Dallas and the Rams. Gettleman, I don't, I don't, I'm shocked he's still here. He should not have made it through the trade deadline. I, 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 even if it was an interim GM in the meantime, it makes absolutely no sense that he was here. He did not move Evan Ingram. He did not really make any trades uh, of notable, you know, any any big trades that could have actually helped the Giants as sellers. He did not make. Uh, he previously did with the Bears. Maybe he thinks his job is done. But this year, before this trade deadline, he did not do anything that helps our future. Now, Evan Ingram, who, great, yeah, he caught a touchdown uh, Monday Night Football against the Chiefs. However, he is not going to stay here. The Giants cannot pay him, unless they pay him like a veteran's minimum type deal and nobody else wants him, which, you know, something is possible. But I get the feeling that he's going to be offered overpaid because, you know, he was a pro bowler last year and they'll go out there and say the Giants didn't utilize him correctly. And maybe in the right atmosphere, he can even be impactful. I mean, obviously, he seems to be a little bit of a head case, but you're telling me that if he goes to the Bucks, Tom Brady can't find a way to throw him a couple of TDs? To me, it's possible, but I also think it's silly that we even held on to Evan Ingram this long and that we didn't do anything before the trade in line that could have helped our future. Just another reason to be done with Dave Gettleman and just another reason for me to be frustrated with John Mara for allowing it. The New York Giants have continued their disappointments and, you know, I, you know a little negative here. It's a bit, a bit of a negative show. I'm tired, but I promised to do all these week-to-week updates you know, let's keep it positive. The Raiders are a team we could potentially beat. We are at home back on Sunday. The Raiders have had arguably a lot, well, not arguably, the Raiders have definitely had a lot more dysfunction than us between the head coach and the news about rugs. I mean, it's really been one crazy tabloid type thing after another. So with that being said, we might be able to steal a win. And I also want to go on record. I see a lot of Giants fans out there saying, OBJ, bring back OBJ, because obviously he's had his fallout with the Cleveland Browns. I just want to go on record saying I absolutely don't want them to do that. I absolutely don't want them to do that. I These clips that people are showing of Odell's greatness are from six years ago, and his success was from Eli Manning, another good quarterback who you know we knew was good when the team was really good around him. We knew could win when he actually was on a good team. But in his later years, when he was still good and the team was bad, there was nothing he could have done to perpetuate the Giants, even for, you know, to, to have them overcome their struggles it's just not possible no matter how good a quarterback you are it's extremely difficult I think that Daniel Jones has the same issue he's a good quarterback uh he's do he's trusting the management he's good character he's trying to do what they say and I think the management has screwed up the second half of Eli Manning's career no doubt and is screwing up the beginning of Jones's career while the Giants continue to not figure their stuff out how many times do you see a quarterback with promise get drafted by the Browns or the Lions or, or a team that isn't prepared to actually br- have a quarterback and you just see the window of opportunity completely fail uh, and we just say, oh, he sucks, he can't do it, but we don't actually evaluate. We don't actually think about the fact that they don't have good pass protection or they don't have a good run game or their receivers are not on the same page or he has had six offensive coordinators. I mean, we said the same thing about Alex Smith in the beginning of his career, and that was clearly not true. He was a good quarterback. So these evaluations are tricky. I have a hard time evaluating Daniel Jones. Uh, But, you know, we'll see if the Giants can somehow rectify this. But it's not going to be this year. 
and I really don't expect anything to change uh, anytime soon. But hey, maybe we'll get a victory against the Raiders on Sunday. It's been a long week. A lot of us are working too hard. Try and enjoy your weekend. Try and put some time to watch some football and relax. Do whatever you need to do. If you want to go out there, maybe this is your last chance for a fall foliage hike upstate. I hear we're already past peak. Long Island, we're probably approaching peak soon. Get out there and enjoy fall. Before you know it, it's going to be a damn blizzard out there. We're going to be snowed in. So go Giants. We stink. I don't have any expectations. Enjoy football and be good.